Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,474. This week on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the La Jolla Concord Elegance. It takes place on April 19th, 20th, and 21st in my hometown of beautiful La Jolla, California, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. You can learn a lot more and get your tickets at LaJollaConcord.com. I'll be there and I hope to see you. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm uh, well. I'm in my beautiful hometown of La Jolla, California, talking with a very special returning guest, Michael Dorvier. Michael, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I'm ready to go. Fire it up. <laughs> Fire it up. Yeah, well, you're probably a very busy guy with a lot of alligators nipping at your feet right now in preparation for a spectacular event that's coming up in a couple months, and I can't wait for it. I want to give you a little bit of a proper introduction for new guests here that didn't hear your past shows, but for you listeners that are new to Cars, yeah, you can go back and listen to Michael. He was on show number 165-993. That aligns with a Porsche. I like that. Uh, 2040, and of course, he's a four-time guest, so he's in a bit of rarefied air here. So here we go. Michael Dorvier is the co-chairman of the La Jolla Concours de Elegance, a role that he's had for over a decade. This spectacular event takes place in La Jolla, California, just north of San Diego, and it overlooks the beautiful Pacific Ocean. Michael is a founding partner of Symbio Financial Partners and a registered principal and financial advisor with LPL Financial. He has over 33 years of experience in the financial services industry, Michael is a passionate antique car collector, and he was born and raised in San Juan, Puerto Rico. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsor. So sit tight. We're about to have some fun in La Jolla, getting ready for a Concord. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your financial future? Then let me introduce you to Capitalize Your Finances. It's an online course designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools for mastering your money. This course will help you lay out the ins and outs of budgeting, the importance of emergency funds, investing strategies, and how to plan for a secure retirement. All this presented by financial planner Chris Paniotu. Chris has developed this course to help you effectively navigate your world of finance with confidence. Stop stressing about money and start taking control. Enroll in Capitalize Your Finance online course today and pave your way to financial success. To learn more, go to capitalizepodcast.com slash courses, or better yet, go to the Cars Yow website show notes page for today's show and click on the link under Capitalize Your Finances. You'll be glad you did. Do it today. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. 
They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Hey, guess what? Some of you regular listeners will remember back in 2019, I created uh, 10, 11 shows called Cars Yeah TV, where I went to some fabulous locations of past Cars Yeah guests, and we did a TV show about it. Well, they're up on the Cars Yeah YouTube channel. So go check it out at YouTube. Just type in Cars Yeah, and the shows will be there for you to enjoy. I hope you have fun watching. So, Michael, welcome back. I'm excited to have you back to talk about the Concours I have to attend every year because it's a homecoming for me, the La Jolla Concours. And you're still there, still doing it. My goodness, man, my hat's off to you. This is quite a spectacular event, right? Thank you. It, it sure is. And yes, I am still here. The clock is still ticking. <laughs> uh, we're, you know, we're, the show just keeps growing and growing and growing in popularity. And it's, it's, it's been quite a ride. Well, it has. When I go all the way back to the first time you were on the show, you were just kind of getting into this. And there was a sense of maybe quicksand and all these different things. And then, of course, we had the COVID year, which was just horrific. The challenges with that. But hey, all these things make us stronger, right? Yeah, it, it, they sure do. And, you know, for us, the COVID year was two years that we actually sat idle on the yeah, sidelines just yeah. because of the timing of our show in April. So, but yeah, it was quite a challenge. But, you know, we, we rallied and held, held the golf tournament that year and made a little bit of money to be able to carry the show and get us through to the 2022 show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the, the great thing about this is perseverance. And boy, I'll tell you, I mean, you're in an industry, the finance industry was definitely sees its ups and downs. And if you don't have perseverance, you just don't survive in that industry. And the fact that when I go back to my first talk with you and I first met you and what you were doing and dealing with the city of, of La Jolla and trying to figure out how do we do this whole thing, I, I, there's got to be a really strong sense of pride for you and your team that you've come so far and you really have created over the years an absolutely spectacular event. It just gets better and better every year. And I believe I've been to almost all of them. Yeah, and you probably came to some of the very, very early ones back when it was called the La Jolla Motor Car Classic, you know, pre-2013. Yep. It was just a great, great little car show in a, in a beautiful concourse setting. And that's how I described it when I first uh, came across the La Jolla Concours. But yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of work. Uh, obviously not something I did by myself. Uh, we have an awesome team and you know, we've gotten to a point, you mentioned the community, we've gotten to a point in our community in La Jolla and really in San Diego for that matter, that, that the show's on the map, the show is respected, uh, appreciated even by those that didn't early on. And they realized the, the positive impact that we have on the community overall, not just the car collecting hobby. That's important. Oh, the, the financial impact a show like this makes on the tourism, hotels, restaurants, everything surrounding it is is really, really good, <laughs> and especially coming off yeah. uh, the COVID years when things were so tough. Well, you gave me a great segue here because this week I'm going to be having tomorrow's Nigel Matthews, who's the chief judge, uh, a friend of mine I've known forever. He's the top of the top, Robert Kerner, co-chairman and chair of the selection committee. He'll be on Wednesday. I've known Bob for a long time. And of course, Alan Taylor, who was a very early guest on Cars Yab. Amazing. Uh, well, he's retired now, but an amazing guy when it comes to the restoration world. And I understand he's made 
making your awards, designing them and making them. So this week we've got a stellar lineup, but I want to talk about some of the other people. And you said, this is not something you do by yourself. And I wanted to start with Laurel McFarland. She's been a guest on the show, McFarland Promotions. What she does every year, I, I asked her, I said, how do you how do you pull this off? Because the overnight it just magically becomes one thing and then the next night it becomes another. Yeah. You guys have a long relation with McFarland, right? Well, I do back to 2011 when I met her for the first time, but she was here from day one. Yeah. Along with Alan Taylor, for that matter. So Laurel was, you know, back when this was just a little show down at the park, and I don't even think they were charging admission because they probably weren't even pulling permits. It was just back in the old west, (laughs) you know, just show up and park your car on the lawn, right? So Laurel's been here from day one from creating this show and, and, and seeing it grow. And, you know, even though she is is contracted with us to perform the services that she performs, she's really part of our group. Without Laurel, we couldn't we wouldn't be where we are today. Put it that way. Yeah. And she puts on through the teamwork and what you guys do. I have to say the different elements of visualness, if that's a word, of what happens at the event is so cool. It's very, very different, especially when it comes to the parties and what's going on. But even at the show, that kind of vibe carries through into the parties. This creativity makes your show really stand out. Well, that's it. Look at our tagline, world-class cars, world-class experience. And I said from day one, when I first became chairman and decided to convert the La Jolla Motor Car Classic into a Concours, is now the La Jolla Concord d'Elegance. I, I was told by many that I had to get my judging figured out. And we did that with Nigel. And I was told by many that we had to get our cars figured out. Well, you know, the, the good cars will come after the good judging comes, right? It's usually the progression. And we got that resolved. And then we needed to get the crowds. And then we needed to get ticket sales. And we needed this to be at the top of every sponsor's radar and at the top of every spouse who hates to go to car shows with the other <laughs> spouse every week. So how do we attract all of those folks to yeah. want to come to us versus me having to go out there and find them and convince them to come. And that's through the experience. And that's really where Laurel came into the picture to to make that Friday VIP reception and the experience you have on Sunday with the flyover and the hospitality suites and just the look and feel of it. So yeah, when our, our experience is what is what has helped us. The experience you have, I should say, as a guest when you come to our event is is one that I honestly have not experienced at any other Concours or any other car-related event. And that's what helps us bring back the crowds that come back every single year. I know there's so many people involved, but I want to touch on a few that I see on your website. Another one is Lauren Lockhart, and she's part of the La Jolla Historic Society, which is your charity, I understand, right? Yeah, Lauren is the executive director of the La Jolla Historical Society. And yes, they are the primary beneficiaries of our hard work. That society is so cool. And having grown up in La Jolla, I love to go there. They have a great online presence to look back in time. And it brings back memories of when I was a little kid, when La Jolla was pretty much a sleepy little 
a little place, much, much different than mm-hmm. it is now. Very quiet, very small. All the kids I went to school with, their parents owned all the stores going down the main boulevard there. What they do there is wonderful. And I'll put a link to the La Jolla uh, Historical Society, which is lajoyahistory.org on uh, the show notes page for the show so you folks can learn a little bit more about La Jolla. And for those of you that have never been to La Jolla, it's a destination. Go and spend a whole week. There's lots of things to do, of course, in San Diego, but La Jolla itself is, it's the gem, as they call it. Another one on your list is Amber Anderson. She's involved in real estate, right? Amber is. She's uh, with Pacific Sotheby's International Realty, which is another great sponsor of ours. Her firm is also a great sponsor of ours. But Amber's been very involved in the community. At one point, I was on the board of the La Jolla Village Merchants Association. And when I left, Amber came in and replaced me on that committee. And she served uh, there for several years and did a great job, right? Amber is just a community player. She's in real estate, she's got a great personality, knows a lot of folks in town. Uh, so she's a great, was, she's been on our committee for several years now. She's been a great addition for us to have with that tie with the community, especially the merchants in the community that we also provide so much value to for that week when everyone's coming into La Jolla for the Concours. She was uh, elemental in getting uh, another guest I had here, Kellen Porter, who's part of the team there on the show a couple of years ago when we were supporting this. Another one, you, you call him the team manager, Julian Salia. Julian, through some miscommunication between he and I, uh, when he approached me a handful of years ago and said, hey, I'd like to come volunteer for the La Jolla Concours. Is there anything I can do? What I heard, of course, was, yeah, sure, you can lead our volunteer group of <laughs> 250 go. people. Yeah, so, you're in charge, Julian. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he joined and um, had a very, very rough first year because it was COVID, right? Yeah. Just when he was getting off his feet and learning. And we didn't really have much of an organized process for volunteers. Um, but we have 250 or so volunteers wow. just on the Sunday alone of our show. So it is a massive undertaking. And he's done an awesome job at, at putting together a process that makes it easier for us. You know, having team leaders, I told him, you mentioned Pebble Beach before, you know, I told them from my experience up there that they have volunteers just like we do, but their volunteer coordinator, their lead person just like us now, uh, Julian doesn't talk to all the volunteers. Julian talks to the volunteer leads, right? There's seven or eight people that lead every category of volunteers, whether it's the load in or the suites or whatever that volunteer group is responsible for. And those people go out and recruit their volunteers. So it makes it much more streamlined and it makes it so that one person, Julian, can actually do this, right? And not want to shoot himself at the end of the day. <laughs> Blown. Yeah. Uh, when did I sign up to yeah. run this large organization? <laughs> Right. So he's got it nailed now. And I mean, we get our volunteers signed up right on target with our budgeted time. And and he's done a great job. Great job at it. You know, for you listeners, this gives you a little a little window into when you go to a concord and you walk around and enjoy your day, the work that goes in behind the scenes, not only the day, but it's months and months, if not the whole year that goes into this. And that's why I really wanted to talk about these individuals. 
uh, and all the other people that we would be on our show for hours and days here to talk about. Another one uh, the uh, event you have is the Tour de Elegance, and I got to ride in that a couple of years back. Actually, it was pre-COVID or 19. I think it was a 32 Bentley. I was part of four guys that we were the Bentley boys, and Wayne Craig got us all Bentley yeah. boys jackets, and I, yeah. he's a docent yeah. there. In fact, I just talked to him this morning. And uh, Claudette Berwin and William Berwin, a husband and wife team here that are Part of this, can we talk a little bit about what the Tour de Elegance is? Sure. The Tour is roughly about 100 cars, a couple hundred folks, and we started a private collection. And, we, you know, we mix it up every year, but you're, you're basically starting at point A, uh, the private collection. And we end at the La Jolla Beach and Tennis Club for a white linen lunch on the beach, which is, a you know, one of the few private beaches in, in California. So it's very cool. And you look across the other side and that's where the park is for the concourse so it's a pretty cool scene a pretty cool view it's a great experience but in between point a the starting and point b the launch we we do fun stuff either other collections or we'll go somewhere we have a, a seminar every year that we do for our tour entrance which is really cool this year the topic's going to be really catered around auctions and valuations and what's happening in the auction world we have Jakob Riesen who is going to be our speaker for that. Both he and his wife, Caroline Cassini, have been a guest here on Cars, yeah. But it's a, it's, it's a great event, and, and Claudette and Bill, who are the chairs for the tour, have done an awesome job. They're, they're both in the real estate world. Claudette is with uh, Caldwell Banker. And Bill is, he owns his own business. It's called Coastal Development Company. So they're, they're in real estate, but they do a great job at organizing it, you know, from getting their own uh, volunteers to managing it to just bottom line, making our guests feel like they are running a well-oiled machine, which they are, but making them feel important, making them feel special, just hands down doing a great job at managing that eight hour experience <laughs> during our weekend. I'll tell you, it's quite a day. I was so fortunate to be on that tour in that open car driving around San Diego. We went out to Point Loma to the, the wonderful Memorial Park there. That's actually where my in-laws yeah. uh, rest. And then going to collect, we went to a collection. Um, it was just, it was just so cool. And it went so well. I believe we had to lunch out on Coronado Island. So yeah, those yeah. are, those are pretty, pretty darn, darn cool things. And again, we'd be remiss not to say a big thank you to all the other people, the team members. Let's talk a little bit about the different events. Just touch on it. And you guys are going to, I know you're doing this just for me, my friend. Porsches on Prospect, Saturday evening. <laughs> tell me about that again. Well, before I tell you about that, why why on Saturday evening? Uh, historically, our big kickoff dinner was on Saturday evening, the big VIP reception in the park. But it was just, it was massive amounts of stress and frustration to kick everybody out of the party at, at 10 o'clock so that we could tear down that entire event yes. and put up all the stuff for the concourse for the cars that start loading up at 6 a.m. the next morning. So what we did is we decided to have our VIP reception, big welcome reception, if you will, on Friday night. Very smart. Right. So yeah. that also took a lot of stress off of everybody, but it also extended our event one other day. So our hotel room sales went up. It just helped mm. everybody yeah. by doing it that way. Um, so Saturday night, we had this gap. What are we going to do Saturday night? We had the VIP reception on Friday. 
tour on Saturday morning. So Saturday night, we decided to do Porsches on Prospect. And that's basically 80 or so Porsches parked on either side of Prospect Street in La Jolla, Pacific Sotheby's International Realty, which is right across from La Valencia host, uh, you know, a, a party. It's basically, uh, you know, heavy apps and cocktails for a couple hours. Our our intent there is not that you're going to go to the Sotheby's event to get fed. <laughs> our intent is you get to park your cool Porsche on Prospect Street. You have a place where you can go and socialize and mingle and hang out. But we want you to go into the village and make a reservation at Eddie V's or George's or La Valencia Hotel and their restaurant, or Grand Colonial. We want you to go and have dinner and spend money. All the galleries are open. They have champagne and music. We basically turn Prospect Street into a big social gathering. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. You forgot Jake's, too, my favorite place. Jake. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because Jake's used to be Chart House, and that's where I took my wife on our first date oh, that's 45 cool. years ago. Wow. We were at Jake's a uh, couple years ago at your event, and I was sitting there going, this feels really familiar. And I asked the guy, I said, right. did this used to be Chart House? And he goes, yeah. And I said, you know that table over there? My wife and I, that's <laughs> where we had our first meal together. So pretty cool. Very cool. Good memories. Yeah. So other than that, of course, we have the Concours, which takes place at Ellen Browning Scripps Park, which is a beautiful setting. My family, we used to go there after church on Sundays and have a picnic. Uh, used to body surf at Boomers off there. I learned to swim at the children's pool, uh, or the cove, rather. Children's pool down mm -hmm. the street. That's been taken over by a bunch of sea lions, less I heard. And uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, that setting is... I always say it's, it's a mini pebble beach because it is just a beautiful, beautiful setting. Well, it's uh, that's what folks say, right? It's uh, it's been nicknamed by some the pebble of the south. <laughs> there you go. It's the same body of water. Yes, it's just that's a true. little smaller, <laughs> a little a little bit less land. We have about five and a quarter acres of mm. park that we have to pull this event off on, um, and that's why we extend it out to the street to the La Jolla Motor Car Classic, where we have cars that wind all the way up the hill into the village and that allows us to connect the village with the park the la jolla motor car classic which is out on the street is free to the public too right so we respect the fact that we're on a public property and then we're fencing it off and you have to pay to come on to see the concord cars but at least we can do something out on the street that's free of charge for those that can't or don't want to spend the money to come on to the park yeah it's just a wonderful number of days. And since we're on the subject of the Concours, I wanted to kind of go through some of the cars that we're going to be seeing this year. And we'll start with what you guys call American elegance of the 20s and 30s. Yeah. You know, we've, we have to have a new mark or a new theme every year. You know, we, there's only so many of those, right? We've done Cadillac, we've done Bugatti, we've done <laughs> yeah. Bentley, we've yeah. done Duesenberg. I mean, you just go through, we've, we've, we've kind of done them all. So this year we're faced with, well, you know, what's our mark going to be? What's our class going to be? And I finally just threw out there, why don't we do them all? Why don't we wrap them up yeah. and do, you know, American elegance of the twenties and thirties and American and European elegance of the twenties and thirties. So there's two different classes. Uh, they'll be broke, you know, there'll be American cars from the twenties and thirties open and closed and European twenties and thirties open and close. So nice. it should be a pretty nice display of, of everything from Duesenberg to Bugatti to Bentley to Rolls-Royce to Cadillac. Just, again, go down the list. Yeah. They should all be there mixed in, which is nice. Oh, yeah. It'll be beautiful. Well, that lineup of doozies you had last time, last year, oh my goodness, it was just stunning. Well, at the head of the lineup was Duesenberg serial number one, the black one, yeah. Dr. Dr. Castle's car. So that, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
it's we're we're getting the cards. Like I told you at the beginning of this conversation, you get the judging up, you offer a good experience, the cars will come and, and they certainly are coming in quality. So the Lions uh from the Lion Museum, the car they had there went on to Via Day to win. Best of show, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, so the caliber of cars here. Yeah, one best in show with us, and then a month later one best in show <laughs> at it tells you, listeners, the caliber of cars, they're just spectacular. Category number three, British royalty, Aston Martins. And I understand this is a little bit of a, a tribute to uh, the current king of England, right? Um, kind of. Yes and no. <laughs> I'm stretching yes a little no. bit. Yeah, just because just he has one. <laughs> yeah, I think you may remember, I, I think you asked me some question in our very first uh, chat about mm-hmm. if I could come back as a car, what would I be or yep. something along those lines. Uh-huh. And I think I told you I'd come back as an Aston DB4. Yes, good memory. That's still one of my one of my top cars. And that's probably where that comes from is just to have some amazing Aston Martins there is, is what we're trying to accomplish. Some great ones. And motorcycles too, right? Yep. Yep. We'll have motorcycles, a dozen or so. Uh, motorcycles on display on the north end and then you know uh, italian we have a class called italian supercars yes. you know lamborghinis bizzarinis ferraris maseratis grifos yeah nice and so stuff. on and so forth just yeah yeah really nice stuff yeah and those cars run 1964 to 1990 so that era of those supercars uh is pretty spectacular and of course one of my favorites vintage race cars pre-1972 right Yep, and you mentioned Wayne Craig before. He's always been great. Uh, As you know, Wayne's a docent up at Pebble, leads the docent program, and he and three or four, maybe five other docents come down here every year and volunteer to provide docent services for us. But he's he's really helped Bob on the car selection committee uh, with some amazing vintage race cars. I met Wayne a long time ago, and uh, he actually got me into some vintage race cars at the Ironstone Concours. I ended up getting uh, yep. to go on a tour in a, a 1917 Indy 500 race car, which was pretty, that was an interesting day. Holy cow. Those are brave guys <laughs> that race those cars. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And back to Porsches, uh, 64 through 73, the first generation 911s, right? Yep. Yeah, that'll be a fun class for you to hang out in. Oh, yeah. All all my friends. European (laughs) sports cars of the 50s and 60s. European sports cars both open and closed. That'll be pretty cool. And that's a wide variety of of different cars. And, of course, the other thing I wanted to mention was U.S. Mustang, Pony to Power, and Corvette Glass Glass on the, I almost said ass on the grass. If you're sitting down, glass on the grass. Uh, Evolution of Mustang and Corvettes, right? Yeah, we thought of doing something a little different with that with that class, uh, where we, you know, you've, if you look at Corvette alone, obviously '54 was the first year, and then you start thinking, what were the significant cars? '58, '61 was a body change, style change. '63 with the split windows. '67 with all of the mechanical improvements that they did underneath the car. So we thought about just having. You know, our goal is to have, you know, a 54, is to have a 58. And then when you get into the 60s, you have both convertibles and hardtops. So a 63 split window and a 63 convertible, right? And and so on and so forth. And just try to see the evolution of that mark, right? And do the same thing with Mustang. Instead of just having random cars mixed up where you'd have three split windows and, you know, it's just, I, I always like to make it as educational as possible. Many years ago, we we did when we did Bentley, uh, 
we had the, the Bentleys from every decade. So you could see how they evolved. And the one at the very end of the line was a brand new Bentley SUV. Right? <laughs> so you, yeah. you could go all the way up the list and see how they evolved. So that's, that's what our thought process is there is just, again, to let people see how these cars have changed over the years. It's going to be really wonderful. I can't wait. You know, Michael, I always ask people a, a challenge question. And over the years, we've talked about this, the, the multitude of challenges of putting on a Concours are just mind boggling. And as you look over all of these years, and let's take COVID out of it because that's an easy answer there. When you put on a massive event like this, what would you say is a major challenge that you guys face every year? Oh, boy. Um, How many days do we have here? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think I would say, I think I would have to say burnout, right? Uh, Burnout of, of people that are, we're all volunteers, right? So you've got someone that's, that's an integral part of your committee, but is very likely, uh, you know, the breadwinner in the family and also a parent and, you know, just living life and doing the things that you normally do, you know, and how much time can they devote to this? And, you know, it's, uh, it's not an easy job. No, nobody will understand until they do it. Right. right. How hard it is to do what we do as volunteers. None of us get paid. We're doing this for all the right reasons. But, you know, sometimes uh, the other side, whether it's sponsorship or car dealerships you're dealing with, you know, they don't quite look at it that way. So we've been fortunate to have some awesome sponsors. Uh, we've been fortunate to have some some great volunteers, and and the community is is now very much behind us, behind the La Jolla Concours. So it, it makes it easier, right? It it makes life more enjoyable, <laughs> if you will, and just more satisfying when when the day is done on Sunday at four o'clock, and the gavel goes down, and boom, all the cars start up, and they start you know roaming out of town. There's a parade of all these cars leaving. It, it feels very satisfying. You know, but having gone to this event so many times, I will say it just it, seriously, it gets better and better and more professional, more well oiled. Um, it just makes me smile because knowing the kind of work that goes in behind the scenes and having watched the progression of you and your team and how you guys have put this together. Huge kudos, my friend. Uh, massive amount of, of work. And uh, it just it just keeps improving. And that's the way we want it to go. So bravo to you and the team. Oh, thank you. Really, thank spe- you really spectacular. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know you like cars and so forth. Since we last spoke, is there anything new in your garage? Uh, yeah, I think it'll put a smile on your oh, face. Okay. I have a, a, my, my newest toy is a 1989 Porsche Speedster. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, that Well, that's an, one of those iconic years, right? For yeah. It's a, yep. It's a linen color. It's got 3,100 miles on it. And it is, uh, I'm still looking for a scratch on it. It's absolutely perfect. <laughs> well, that was a pretty cool deal, but I'm going to, I'm going to say this to you. Go and drive that thing, my friend. Don't let it sit. Oh, I didn't. It's not a trailer queen in my house. Okay, good, it's, good. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I, it, I'll be honest with you. It's one of the smoothest driving. There's not a rattle, a shake. I mean, yeah. you get in that car, it starts up and it just, I'm blown away with how well it it's not a fast car, right? 225 yeah. horsepower. It, it, but it's not about speed in that car. It's just, it's just so, it's such a pleasure to drive it. 
You know, it's pretty cool, too, given it's the Speedster model, because a lot of times the Porsche convertible, or cabriolets as they call them, can have a little bit of tweak and twist in the body, and you get, you get some of that noise. When I was living in Del Mar and commuting to down to San Diego after my wife and I got married, I was driving an 84 cabriolet that I drove for I think nine years as my daily driver, every day back and forth. And I'll tell you, that car, too, was the top was always down. I mean, I always always had the top down. Uh, Porsche knows how to make convertibles. So, uh, ah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, and that's a pretty unique color, too. Linen, nice. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Love the car. Awesome, great. Well, welcome. Well, you've had Porsches before. Welcome back to the yeah. La Jolla family, or the La Jolla. <laughs> well, La Jolla already lived there. The Porsche family is what I meant to say. Well, let me ask you this. Before I let you go today, Michael. Uh, we like to do what is called the ultimate drive. If I could put you in just for one, I know you'd want to drive them all, but one car that you know is coming to the Loya Concord, and I could put you in that car for the day on the tour as the driver, which car, at least for today, would you pick? For the tour to actually drive it, considering I'm going to be driving the vehicle, right? Because yep. Yep. I could answer this differently based <laughs> on your question. I would say we have an Aston DB4 coming. I'd have to there say that go. would be the car that I drive. There you <laughs> so. go. There you go. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not surprised that that's how you answered that. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Well, Michael, always good to catch up with you. I can't wait to see you in a couple months. I'll be down there for the event again this year. I got to go. Uh, I can't wait. I always enjoy. Everything is always so nice about this event. And if any of you listeners out there that are going to be on the tour that need someone to ride along, well, Mark's here. I've got my hand up. So give me a call. <laughs> Michael can connect us or you can just go to the Cargio website before i let you go today could you maybe leave us with some words of inspiration when it comes to the la jolla concours oh boy uh don't just come to the sunday event please 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 come down come f- friday morning be part of our friday welcome reception and go through all the events of the weekend because you'll get a true appreciation for what this event is all about uh, we do get people that just come on Sunday and they love it and it's an awesome event, as you know. Uh, but getting that experience throughout the weekend, all four events, the reception, the tour, Horses on Prospect, and then finally the Concours, you'll come back year after year if you experience all of it. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll give you listeners a little tip. If you head out to Rancho Santa Fe... The tour on Saturday morning, the tour comes through there around 9, 930. Get there early because parking will be tight. And you can watch the cars move through uh, beautiful Rancho Santa Fe. You can stay for a breakfast. I'll be out there watching the cars go through unless I'm in one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> go to all the events. You can go to the website, LaJollaConcord.com. Also, you can find Michael and his company at SymbioFinancialPartners.com. Uh, listeners, I hope you can join Michael and I and everyone that will be on the show this week at the La Jolla Concord. It really is worth your time. Book a flight, book a hotel. There's lots of great places to stay, by the way, in La Jolla, San Diego, and so much to do. So make sure you join us at the La Jolla Concord. Michael, thanks for taking a pit stop. Now get back to work. you got a Concord to get put together. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the La Jolla Concord. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. You too. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration 
preservation, and mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah! Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!